You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, we've got Jordan Renan who joins us now, uh, covers your Giants. Uh, good thing you know that the Giants are in New Jersey, not that Evan Neal <laughs> knew that they were located in New Jersey. Is that a true story? Uh, I mean, you know, that this is a normal thing, Anita. I mean, I've talked to tons of guys. They get drafted by the Giants. And if you, especially if you didn't come for a pre-draft visit, you think they like, oh my God, I'm going to New York. I'm going to live in Manhattan. I'm going to mm-hmm. live in the, you know, among the big, the big skyscrapers. Like some of these guys, you're from the middle of nowhere, Texas. You've never been to New York. You hear the New York Giants. You think you're playing in Manhattan. You think you're living in Manhattan. <laughs> and then they come here. They they get it. They get on a plane. They bring them over, and they're like, we're going to Newark, New Jersey. And they're like, what? We're going. They're taking us to East Rutherford. We're staying in Clifton, and then it's a big wake up call. And then that the the not would not be the first, and uh, won't be the last either. So that so that kind of thing to happen to these guys thinking they're going to be in New York and finding out. Hey, real quick. Hey, this is a New Jersey operation here. It was I, so. I have two quick stories in in regard to one was I was in Baltimore in in the Ravens drafted Ray Rice and um and I I hosted his his first year I hosted a radio show with him, and so um and so this was early on you know he was a rookie and he was looking for places to live and he's just like he's like I just I told I told my my real estate agent like I just don't want to be anywhere near the wire. I said, what? I said, it's a movie. I said, that's a show, dude. It's like, he's like, no, well, but like that, 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 like that neighborhood, places, that neighborhood yeah. really exists here in Baltimore. I don't want to be anywhere near the wire. I'm like, with the kind of money you make, Ray, you're not going to live anywhere near the wire. And then, which, by the way, that neighborhood actually is a stone's throw from from downtown Baltimore, so it's it's close to the harbor. So it it it, it I could understand why it was a concern. And then last but not, my other story was, I'll never forget when the Giants drafted Prince of Mukamura. I was in, I was, I was in the, you know how I would sit in, in the, in the, the cafeteria and he uh-huh. was in there and he came and he sat down, you know, and he was very friendly. He's like, who are you? And I said, I'm, I'm Neil Marks. I said, I, I work, I'm part of the Giants broadcast team. Welcome to the team. Ba, 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 ba. And he's like, man, it's so cool walking around here and seeing these pictures of all these people and blah, blah, blah. I said, yeah, I said, I said, especially that one of, of, of Sims. Right. And he said, Sims. I said, yeah, Phil Sims. And he said, who is he? And I said, Oh, I said, I said, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. I said, you might want to do some research on this organization, dude. Don't ever, (laughs) don't ever say who's Phil Sims. Anyway. uh, So actually in his introductory press conference did say, you know, Hey, look, he was honest about it. He's like, you know, I got to do my research on Giants history here. I don't know a ton about like you know some of these guys. Like he probably doesn't know who you know much of the '86 Giants team or the '90 Giants. I mean, he's probably not pretty well versed in them. I, I would assume he knows who LT is and knows knows a bunch about LT. But I you know he probably didn't know too much about Carl Banks until he got here and guys like that. Well, don't tell Carl that. Which I like uh, the Jordan, I Jordan. appreciate the honesty. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play.
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Jordan Renan joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Before we start talking about the rookies, let's talk about the big news that happened yesterday and the fact that the Giants had to cut Bradbury. Explain to listeners all the yeah. reasons why and, and what happens from here, like next man up, all that good stuff. Yeah, well, here's the deal. The Giants, this was always inevitable because they needed to get his salary off the books in order to make this season work. They have about, they were at about $6, 7000000 million under the salary cap. Now, to sign your rookies and I, is, is, would cost them around $12 million this year. They have a big, huge rookie class, remember, two top ten picks, two top seven picks, really. And then you have to have some money to operate during the season, to sign some guys to you know, move, operate on your practice squad. So they needed to create money. Now, the options were, like, James Bradbury had a huge uh, cap number because they kept moving it back in previous years, right? And so that now the, that, was a, that was a nice option that Joe Shane saw. And then the other option was, hey, we could restructure some other guys, like Leonard Williams, you know, like guys like that. But the reality is Joe Shane doesn't want to do that. He didn't want to do that. You don't want to take contracts that aren't great contracts in the first place and make them worse for the future. He wants to have flexibility for the future, right? So you don't want to take a guy like Leonard Williams, who's quite frankly getting paid a ton of money, you know, because the way that Dave Gettleman played that whole situation, you know, whole, whole, uh, you know, butt backwards, uh, that you don't want to take it and make it worse. You want to give yourself flexibility. Let's say Leonard Williams gets hurt. Let's say he doesn't play well this year. You don't want to have to have him on the payroll next year for 20-plus million against the salary cap. So... The option this year was take it on the chin, get rid of James Bradbury, even though even though you know he's your best cornerback, and move forward. Uh, and look, the Giants' secondary now is just really, really thin. They have two proven starters, and I'm counting Xavier McKinney as a proven starter, even though he only has like really one year under his belt. Him and Dory Jackson, and after that, man, oof, there's a lot of unknowns, a lot of unproven guys. You got guys like. Uh, Aaron Robinson, the third-round pick last year. Darnay Holmes. I mean, the Giants are going to be putting a lot of you – know, Cordell Flott, who they drafted in the third round this year, who they're going to give these guys a realistic and serious shot to play this year and uh, kind of see what they got. Just out of curiosity, you know, and this is a conversation I've I've, I've had uh, with other people in, in the industry, and they've asked me this, and so I'm asking you this. Mm-hmm. Kevin Abrams is the money man. I know we sit here and we're like, oh, Dave Gettleman this, Dave Gettleman that, Dave Gettleman, Dave Gettleman, yeah. Dave Gettleman. But, like, Kevin Abrams is the money man. Kevin Abrams worked out these deals, too. Like, See, the problem with some of these deals, like the Bradbury deal, it's not the deal. Actually, the deal was a good deal. They got a good price on Bradbury, right? They paid, uh, off the top of my head, like, you know, $10, $12 million a year for three over three years for a top cornerback. But because they were so short on money in previous years, they, had a, they, they, they kept moving the money back. So, you know, he's only getting paid, I mean, I say only, but it's still a decent number, $13.5 million, which on the last year of his deal isn't crazy for a starting high-end cornerback. But his cap number is now up to $22 million, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's the problem. The problem was moving money back on all these guys. Uh, in order to operate last year. And really, they were operating last year as a team that was like, you know, that, that's on the verge of winning. And the reality was they weren't even close. And that's kind of why they're in the situation they are now. And Joe Shane, 
understands that. He says, okay, we're in a bad spot financially. We're going to have to take it on the chin this year. And, and yeah, I mean, you want to put some of the blame on Kevin Abrams? Absolutely. Uh, you know, he was part of that regime. I mean, he knows it. Uh, that's why, you know, he wasn't a serious candidate when it came down to it for general manager. So uh, he was part of that regime. But ultimately, those were not his final decisions. Um, okay, so uh, so rookies, uh, they're, they're here. They're getting to know the playbook. They're uh, getting Thursday, familiar with thir- the organization. Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. Oh, they Thursday. come in Thursday. Thursday okay. is day one. They come in Thursday. What day are we in today? Tuesday? We're, today's Tuesday. So we're... We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Yeah, they'll be here this week, this weekend. That'll be when they kind of get ramped up. Okay, because I thought before, like, they would come, like, the day after. They'd come, like, the day after they got drafted. Jordan, that doesn't happen anymore? Yeah, it depends. Some some teams had their rookie minicamp last weekend, and the Giants had theirs this weekend coming up. And I think it's a, I don't know, it's a choice or, I don't know. It's also, remember, each team devises their, or puts makes their schedule uh, and it's kind of dependent on whether you have a new coach and GM, a new regime. You can kind of do different things. You get a couple extra sessions. You can start a little bit earlier when you have a new coach. Uh, and like the Giants do, and really they have a new coach and general manager and everybody. What What are you hearing about Daniel Jones and uh, his uh, learning learning Brian Dable's new system and and all that good stuff? Anything new on 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 Jones? I mean, you're hearing positive stuff about you know they say you know they like what they see from Daniel Jones so far that they're they're pleased with the way he works. I mean, but this shouldn't be a surprise. This has always been the case with Daniel Jones. You never heard anybody say, you know, Daniel Jones doesn't work. Daniel Jones, uh, you know, isn't a, isn't a good guy in the locker room. You know, he's not he's a guy who's not all. He's totally invested. I mean, that's what he brings to the table. It's just going to be a matter of, okay, what can they put on the field? I think the one thing you came away from draft weekend thinking, and the Giants had opportunities to take some of these quarterbacks. Granted, the league clearly was not very high on them, but – you know, they uh, had opportunities to take some of these guys, the Malik Willis's of the world, Matt Corral, and they said, no, we're not We're not doing that this year. We're going to push that decision down the line, and we're going to, you know, roll with Daniel Jones this year. He's going to get the full opportunity, and they've been very adamant since they came, this new regime. He is going to start. They didn't even come and play the game where they said Tyrod Taylor had it. You know, it was going to be a competition. We'll see who wins. No. Daniel Jones is going to get the opportunity. They kept some guys around in order to give him a chance to have success. They've now, you know, bulked up the offensive line to the point where they hope it's significantly better. And we can actually see what is Daniel Jones. Do you think we're sleeping on the fact that Tyrod Taylor is the backup quarterback? Because this podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Uh, here, here's, like, I, I, I'm not, I hear what you're saying, and I, and I agree with you. Like, I, I, do, I do believe that the Giants are going to give Daniel Jones every opportunity, every opportunity to, to perform, right? But I mm-hmm. guess my question is, you know, how long is that hook? How long is how long is that hook? I think it's pretty long. I think it's okay. pretty long. They want to see if this is the guy for the future, right? They're not trying to, you know, their top priority is, okay, we, we're trying to win something for real this year. They know where they're at. You know, they barely can make any moves in free agency this year. They had mostly low-level signings. Like, they didn't have money. They've gotten rid of some good, useful players. They would have rather kept James Bradbury. I mean, you know, they would... They they wanted to keep James Bradbury, but they couldn't. They uh, financially, it wasn't really an option for them. So, uh, I think they understand that, that their top priority right now is all right. Let's see what we have with Daniel Jones. Look, if it completely doesn't work out, if we're completely done with the situation, then they might move to Tyrod Taylor. But I think if they were if the, that that lease was short, you would have had them come in and say, okay, come in and compete, win it, win the job, but. No, they basically said, no, Daniel Jones, here's the job. It's your job. Let's see what you got. We're giving you one more shot to prove you're the guy. Great stuff, Jordan. Really do appreciate you. Where, where are you going to be Where are you gonna be Thursday night when the uh, the schedule release night happens? Ooh, I'm, I'm a part of a two-hour <laughs> special. It's like, it's, it's bigger than yeah, the Super I mean, well, Bowl. Well, no, like the, way the, the way these things work is the reality is we know the whole schedule. By like the middle of the afternoon or the mm-hmm. you know early evening, it's uh, you know some of it kind of le- most of it kind of leaks out or you know it's a. I think. Do you know any? Big, do you know anything? Do you have, you have any softball game? Not at Do you point, have not. any usually little it nuggets? Takes the day of. Now usually it takes till the day of. I mean, so all we know so far is that they're in London for that. Right Green against Day the game, Packers. Which, right, right, right. Which is a good thing. I'd much rather you must, they'd much rather play in London than they would in. Uh, Green Bay. And, and personally, I'd much rather go to London than Green Bay. I'm sure. Jordan, thank you so much. About, Enjoy the rest of your night, my friend. Anita, all about me. Always. It always is, Jordan Renan. <laughs> it always is. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.